This is what you're fighting for. I mean, every day you're out there. What they're doing is blowing people off. If you continue to look the other way and shut up, then the oppressors, the authoritarians get total control and total power. Because this is just like in Arizona. This is just like in Georgia. It's another element that backs them into a quarter and shows their lies and misrepresentations. This is why this audience is going to have to get engaged. As we've told you, this is the fight. All this nonsense, all this spin, they can't handle the truth. War Room Battleground. Here's your host, Stephen K. Bannon. Monday, 22 January, Year of Alert 2024. Uh, thank you for the second hour here. I want to go first. I got Jim Hoft. I got uh, Julie Kelly. We're going to have uh, one of the heavy hitters over with Rosemary Jenks. The, uh, <laughs> the, the amnesty bill from the Senate is in route. The Senate, the Supreme Court, 5-4 today uh, to lift the injunction on um, stopping uh, the federal government from uh, exacerbating the invasion of the southern border, cutting the wire down and the razor wire down uh, in the state of Texas. So uh, just understand, you know, Schumer and Biden really want to um, close the border since they've got their DOJ suing the state of Texas, who are in fact closing the border. So this is what a, a sham this uh, this uh, this amnesty bill is, which is ridiculous. I want to go Jim Hoff. Jim, a lot's going on in election integrity in Georgia. I want you to get that. But I got to ask you first. Because you're one of the best political minds out there in the MAGA movement. Your assessment of um, developments yesterday with Governor DeSantis and now today in the next 24 hours with uh, Governor Nikki Haley. Well, I think uh, the hours are numbered for Nikki Haley. Um, and I thought that was a great move by Ron DeSantis. I don't know if it's going to help his career moving forward. I think that was one of the greatest mistakes in politics was watching him jump into this race. Um, he, he didn't have any business being there, but I thought he was gracious in his uh, response and his um, uh, endorsement of President Trump. I thought Trump was also gracious uh, uh, teaming up with him. And uh, Hold it. Hang on. Hang on, bro. Hang on. Hang, hang on. There's nobody I revere more than you. And I realized President Trump said the same thing. He was very gracious. Did correct me if I'm wrong, and I like the way DeSantis. Now, hang on, I like the way DeSantis went after Nikki as with the failed corporatist policies of the past. But didn't he preface his endorsement of Trump, which really never actually said endorsement, but his endorsement of Trump was saying, "Hey, I signed a pledge to support the nominee. It's going to be Trump, so I'm bound contractually uh, to to, yeah. to endorse him." Is that that? So it was an endorsement. I don't know if it rises to the level of gracious. President Trump was very gracious in saying he retired desanctimonious and desanctus. <laughs> said his wife was charming. He ran a great he ran a great race. Uh, so how did you get gracious out of out of how did you get gracious out of? Am I hearing fake news from Gateway Pundit? <laughs> oh, Steve, you busted me totally. <laughs> I, I, I'm gonna have to click the button and get out of here. Um, that's hilarious. Yeah, uh, guess not, guess he wasn't so gracious. You know, I'm just playing the party line, Steve. I'm a I'm a party man. You know that. Um, well, and, are uh, we are we trying to? But to talk, let's talk about that because there's been a at a level that I think even a lot of our our audience and the readers of the Gateway Pundit, the vast majority of them may not realize, but I'm sure a a significant portion of our audience and a significant portion of Gateway Pundit understand there's been a flame war. Between the Trump, the Trump uh, influencer posse, and these uh, these pe people that went over to work for DeSantis, and it got quite nasty at one time. Are, are what you trying to do? Are you trying to actually bring people together by saying something like that? Do you think it's a time to put all that 
uh, all that unpleasantness behind us and all work and unity to go forward? You know, Steve, uh, the place we're at in our country, as you know, you've been a victim of some of this just incredible lawlessness that's happening. We've all been a victim of it watching the 2020 election. We're still uh, the ones who are reporting on that and finding out new information on that uh, weekly. Um, and uh, we've been victims of the lawfare. Certainly Gateway Pundit has. You have. I know that. Um, and it's it, it's critical that we come together. You know, I don't think we're very hard on uh, Ron uh, DeSantis, De DeSanctimonious. I'm not going to use that word. Um, uh, at Gateway Pundit. You know, it was, it was, I think it was a huge mistake. And I think, uh, uh, I think it was... Yeah. Uh, Megyn Kelly, who said, you know, it, it's going to be hard to beat Trump. He's just, you know, something we haven't seen in, in, in history. And Steve, this was you. This was you telling the war room crowd. You said there's three men in history. And I, I, it's a, it was a riveting segment that you put out a few weeks ago. You said three minutes in history. So the country's going to go in one way or the other, d depending on how these players fall. And one was Washington, one was Lincoln, of course. And now we have Donald Trump. And I think we're there and we have to come together. Um, and, and because we have to beat this Marxist cabal that's taking over the country, this lawlessness. Okay, S something, and somebody else sent something to me today about uh, the change of addresses down in um, Georgia we're going to get into. But what people don't realize, and this is what so upsets me about DeSantis, and it upset me about Nikki Haley and the people all around him and, and Murdoch and the Murdoch News, and you're right, uh, Gateway, you played it very even-handedly. What's upset me is what I call opportunity cost. The country's in a crisis. Trump won 2020. You know it. I know it. Right. Uh, the vast majority of MAGA knows it. Now, the Repu Republican Party, we can't let that that can't fester. We have to set things right over that. That's why Trump was the person from the beginning. We have a moral duty and responsibility to not let a presidential election be stolen. And then what's happened since then, as I say, stolen elections have catastrophic consequences. and We've seen it. But. We haven't, and this it's a quarter of a billion dollars been spent on this farce. It's a farce. It's a total farce. Trump's going to be the nominee. It's just the donor class it couldn't come bring themselves to the fact they could, their money couldn't defeat Trump. And of course, the Murdochs, the fix is always in with them. But what people haven't, and this is what, the $250 million did not go to voter integrity, did not go to the Election Crime Bureau, did not go to get the vote, did not go to any of the infrastructure that we need to defeat uh, the the Biden, illegitimate Biden regime, the Uniparty, the globalist. And particularly, there's been a lot of stuff just in these states has just been overlooked. It hasn't been drilled down enough. One of the reasons I've been drilled down enough is just not money to do it. There's not resources to do it because they're on $120 million. Think about that for a second, folks. You don't get any better than the folks in Iowa. That is that is the uh, the backbone of America, right? Righteous people. Did they really need... $120 million of TV ads to convince them of between Nikki Haley and Ron DeSantis and uh, President Trump, that they need $120 million that wasn't spent on other things that we desperately needed. So walk me through this news that you're breaking uh, down in Georgia, and there's a lot else uh, out there. And this all has to be rectified but well before November 5th if we can guarantee that we can – to guarantee we can close the deal and take the country back. Jim Hoft. Thank you, Steve. I'm so glad I have an opportunity to talk about this. What happened on Friday, there's a lawsuit that's going on in Georgia right now. It's the curling versus the state of Georgia lawsuit. And um, on Friday, the witness uh, was uh, Alex uh, Halderman, 
who is an expert on election integrity. He's from the University of Michigan. He's a professor there. Uh, he wrote a, wrote a report that they buried for a couple of years. They released it in the summer. But on Friday, he went in front of the courtroom. He asked a defense attorney with the state to borrow his pen. He went over to the Dominion machine that was in the room. He pressed the button on the Dominion machine, put it into a safe mode with 10 seconds by using this, this lawyer's pen. And then he was able to demonstrate how you can change all of the ballots, how you can change the counts. He used, uh, as an example, he used George Washington as one, uh, uh, one of the people who was running, and he changed it to Benedict Arnold. He was able to do that standing in the room in front of the Judge Totenberg. This is, this is cataclysmic um, uh, you know, information that should have been on every news channel, Steve, and yet no one has touched this. I, I spoke with Amber Connor, who was sitting in the room. She's a reporter locally there. And she confirmed all of this, that the, uh, the case is going on this week. And Steve, um, we have a big report coming out tomorrow morning, um, uh, some more background information on this purchase of the Dominion machines, which was, of course, Kemp and Raffensperger. But um, this, this is amazing. These machines can be, you, you, as he demonstrated, you can use somebody's pen and break into this machine and change results. That should not, we should not be using such an apparatus in this country, as you know, Steve. This, you know, this we have to uh, talk about this and 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 uh, have people, uh, you know, write their congressmen, call their congressmen about this. They're, they're, these machines don't work, uh, and and you know, uh, so so there's the trial goes on. We're going to re continue to report on that this week. Well, more importantly, when you say they don't work, they work for the they work for the guys who want to steal <laughs> elections. Okay, you got to. No, you got to help me out here. You got to help me out here, brother. This is what I don't understand. First off, folks, just understand this was all brought by liberals because there was liberals first that didn't like the machines. This was brought by the Stacey Abrams people. When this thing got to be real, because Totenberg is Nina Totenberg's, I think it's her sister. Is that, am I correct? Yes. Other, it's, I yes. think it's related to Nina, Nina Totenberg. Who's the, who's the, who's the grand dame over at, uh, at NPR. Uh, remember Justice Thomas uh, with her. Um, they were going to get a negotiated settlement because they never wanted this to happen in a courtroom where this would play out. And they particularly didn't want this professor who's a liberal professor to get up there and show that you could change the machines in like 30 seconds. They never want this to happen to show you how serious it was a breakdown on actually happening. The trial goes on in which they never intended this to ever come to trial. But Hoft, since you did such a great job of covering Murdoch News writing an $800 million check to Dominion. Uh, why was like this professor not calls a witness? Why did they settle? This makes it even screwier why they settled and didn't have the professor come up in a courtroom in Delaware and, and do the changing of machines. Wouldn't that, wouldn't that have made the defamation thing go away? I, I would think so. I think Fox needs some new attorneys, Steve. Um, you know, uh, 700, 800 million is it, you know, might be chunk change for them, but for the rest of us, it sounds like a nice chunk of money that they turned over to Dominion. Um, so, uh, yeah, this is this is just uh, uh, what was Fox thinking? What what was happening there? Was was something else happening in the background that we don't know about? I'm just I'm not being a conspiracy I don't know. theory. Need, I'm just saying. We, we, uh, no, 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 no. Your your gateway punted far beard from you for ever mentioning anything as a conspiracy, correct? No, but it, 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 there are no there are no there are no coincidences though. 
This is what I read. remember. I am not a machine guy. I've always been. It's the mail-in ballots. Right. You see how they do with the voter registration, the mail-in ballots. However, I'm kind of a machine guy now because I saw what happened in a federal. It's a, in a federal court, right? It's in it's a court. Stunning, uh, it's it? in a court. Uh, it yeah, it's I, stunning. And Atlanta Journal Constitution. I didn't see it. I didn't see it blazing across the front page, right? So Roffin, that's the other thing. Roffensberger and that entire crew. Where do they stand on this? They're the guys. Kemp, remember, Kemp was a secretary of state for eight years for two terms. I think, if memory serves me correctly, it was Kemp that cut the first deal for the machines. Where's Kemp? Where's Carr? Where's Raffensperger? Where are all these guys, are Republicans, commenting on the on the good professor changing the machine? From I keep saying the, the Republicans had three guys, Washington, Lincoln, and uh, and Trump. And now he's changing it. To, he's changing the vote back then to Benedict Arnold. <laughs> right. It's just a complete circle, the circle of life, huh? going back to uh, Benedict Arnold. Um, I, I tell you, Steve, I, I'm with you. It's, it's very difficult to prove that these machines, you know, are faulty or that, you know, that there's fraud involved. But, hey, this guy just did it in court on Friday. And uh, so it, it's out there. We know that it happens. Um, I, I can tell you. Um, uh, Governor Kemp, he wasn't he wasn't there for comment because he was in Davos. He went there last week. Uh, Raffensperger, he's been able to get out of testifying in all of these different cases. Um, so uh, we haven't heard from him yet on this. Uh, but uh, you, you know, it's it's incredible. I I don't know how they're going to spin this, and I'm sure they will. But um, I I just don't even know how they can spin this, uh, especially with elections coming up. This trial proceeds. Well, what, what's going to happen next? What, what's the Gateway Pundit's uh, guide to what, how we should be following this? Right. Well, the, the, the case continues today. And as you said, this was started back uh, with the Stacey Abrams crowd who was upset with the machines in 2018. And it's, it's been going on since then. Finally has its day in court. I, I, I wonder if uh, uh, Ju Judge Totenberg got much sleep this weekend after that demonstration. I'm sure um, that, was, that was quite a surprise for her to see that. Um, so it's going to be interesting to see how this this plays out. Um, I can tell you that tomorrow we're going to release some information that um, some some facts were known about these machines and uh, some reports were being written when they were purchased in Georgia and they should have been paid more attention to. Um, so uh, wow. it, it doesn't look good for uh, the, the FBI. Let me tell you that. That's our little teaser for oh, tomorrow. Wow. Okay. We're going to have you back on when that breaks on Gateway Pundit. Last thing, bad day in BlackRock for Fannie Willis today down, down while we're in Georgia. Let's stay there. Give us the Gateway Pundit's assessment of this complete fiasco in Fulton County right now, sir. Well, the, the, the divorce documents were released, Steve, so we haven't been able to go through those yet. But um, uh, it doesn't look good for Fannie, does it? You know, Fannie and her uh, her, her lover boy who were taking trips, uh, a Norwegian uh Cruise, cruise lines and, and different places, uh, uh, you know, it's just it's just so crooked. And obviously they knew they thought they would get away with it. They, you know, in a lot of circumstances, maybe they would, but not this time. And it uh, doesn't look very good for this whole case, um, this this lawfare case in Georgia against Donald Trump. We need everybody in the audience to go over to Article three. And if Grace and Mo can put that up in the chat, go to the Action Center that Mike Davis has. He has the emails, they have the letters, have everything you need to do, the numbers to call. Because uh, I think you would agree with us, 
Jim, that uh, Kemp, who doesn't want to do this because they they hate Trump more than anybody, but Kemp needs to have Chris Carr uh, initiate a criminal investigation. The people in Georgia need need to demand this. Georgia's too great a state, too great a people has done so much uh, for this country in its history. And uh, to have a black stain, a black mark like this on it with Fannie Willis clearly economically incentivized to keep this thing going. Uh, and uh, it should have a, a criminal referral right now and somebody get on top of it. Uh, the, the state of Georgia should not have this smear go against them. If you're going to bring these charges against President Trump, you got to get a competent attorney that start over again, hit the hit the rewind button. At, at worst case, it'll mean this thing takes place well after President Trump's back in the White House. But it can't go on as this. Fannie Willis has absolutely zero credibility right now. Just given the small amount of details out, it's just going to get worse, drip, drip, drip. Uh, Jim, what? where do people get to go to the Gateway Pundit? Where do they go for your social media? You've got a great news show up, I think, at 8 o'clock every night as a summary of the day. Uh, where do people go? Yeah, so it's the Gateway Pundit, Steve. And we're on Truth Social and we're on Getter. And uh, we love watching the war room on Getter. And uh, the other social media outlets. But uh, go to the Gateway Pundit and you'll get our latest articles. Amazing work, uh, Jim. Look forward to this breaking we always love things about the FBI, so we, we will be, and I'm sure Jim Hoft will be joining us or one of his writers tomorrow morning. So thank you very much, sir. Thanks, Steve. You know, these people that do this, the Mike Davises and the, and the Jim Hoffs and Julie Kelly Grumbryon, they're not sitting there with tens of millions of dollars in back of them, these huge institutions and huge donors. This is, this is pretty hard scrabble. But if you take the arc of when we first start putting these people on War Room, and you see the quality of information they put out, and you see how they've changed the direction of history, it's been nothing short of stunning. Julie Kelly, <laughs> please make this make sense to me. How can we have a Republican House that's been in charge since January a year ago, and stories come out today like they deleted the January 6th committee deleted, what, 100 encrypted files? How does that happen? And, and, and how does it happen and it just comes up in January 2024, a year after we've taken over? Make this make sense. So I will try to make it make sense. I hope so. And I think this is just the process of Representative Barry Loudermilk, who is the chairman of the subcommittee on the House Administration Committee, who has been looking into and trying to collect all of the evidence, I guess, four terabytes of, of information that Benny Thompson's J6 committee produced. And they are sort of comparing what they were told they were going to be getting or expecting to be getting and what they actually have. And so this has been a process over the past several months of realizing that some very important evidence has been destroyed, deleted, as the um, as Fox News has now reported, over a hundred files deleted, um, and then retrieved from Representative Loudermilk's investigators and staff. So this is just part of the process, I think, getting their arms around what this committee did. And more importantly, what they've destroyed, what they've hidden in various agencies, including the Biden White House and the Department of Homeland Security, transcripts that we still cannot publicly see. Um, and so I just think it is a very complex process, one that I believe was sort of held up by former Speaker Johnson, or excuse me, um, McCarthy, and one that has been slowly greenlighted, 
by Speaker Johnson. Um, but I think this is exactly what Barry Loudermilk is discovering and trying to get out to the public and get some attention because their options, quite frankly, are limited in what they can do to retrieve it. Okay, this is what um, help our audience out here. When, when you buy like a company or when you close a transaction, you go for that moment when, you know, you're, you're actually going to take control. Or when you're in the Navy, you relieve the watch, right? You, you go through a preliminary thing before you actually relieve the watch, say, I'm here to relieve it. You go through, it may take you 15 minutes in combat information on a destroyer CIC. It may take you 30 minutes. It takes you however long it takes you to actually find out where everything is, where all the signals are done, the state of the ship, the the squadron, the, the tactical deployment you're in, all of it. You go through all of it. You check with the engine room, all of it. Once you've got it, you go up to the bridge. I relieve the watch. Bang. You know, you spend a few minutes out there. Boom. You're ready to go. Same in taking over company. <laughs> Was there not a process when we took over that Loudermick or these other people sat down with Benny Thompson, who was there, and say, okay, walk us through everything. Let's, let's, get some, let's get an agenda here, but let's get a table of contents of what you have. Let's just go through all of it, and we will take those documents and sign off. I have a team here, and we'll spend two or three days and just do that. Isn't that what should be done on something that was that, quote-unquote, historic of J6? that certain people may end up in federal prison over? Um, isn't it raised to that level that if you didn't talk to them as a criminal activity, that sh they should have enough respect for the process to go through that? Did that happen or not, ma'am? That I don't know, Steve. I'm not exactly sure what happened with that transition. What we do know is that as of December 2023, the January 6th Select Committee was defunct. All of the evidence was then handed over to the National Archives. Um, you know, some of it is posted online, certainly nowhere near what we were told was going to be made available to the public. So I'm not really sure what internally happened. But, with but hold it, but hold it, but hold it, but hold it. Why, this is my point. Why, why would the Republicans allow it to be boxed up and sent to the National Archives? Then it's a whole process of having to get it back. Why did McCarthy's team... And even Loudermilk, he's running around now, but where was he back then? We got these letters now from Benny Thompson telling him, hey, he didn't have the videos. I, I'm, I'm confused about why the Republican Party, and this is what gets me. They're like this on everything. They're sloppy. They're disorganized. They're not particularly bright. They're lazy. Okay? I don't see a lot of fighters over there. I don't see a lot of people working 16-hour days, six days a week, which you should be doing to save your country. How did they possibly let a guy like Benny Thompson, who's a crook, just bundle it up and send it to the National Archives where we know we don't have a bunch of the video depositions. Now you got, uh, what, a hundred of these uh, encrypted, uh, you know, things that are, that are wiped or they can't find. Why do they even let it go to the National Once it goes to the National Archives, it's the whole process that you got to go to get anything back. Well, I believe that Benny Thompson and the committee did this before Republicans took over. So they really didn't have much choice. Not that I'm defending what happened there. But they really didn't have any options once Benny Thompson and House Democrats turned that over to the archives. That was that. Um, but also, I'm not sure if they trusted Benny Thompson or they did believe that he would follow through on House rules and typical protocol, that all of that information would be transferred to. And this is what was in the enabling legislation for the J6 committee, is that all of the evidence that was produced, all of the materials would then be turned over to the next congressional committee that would be in charge of that, and that's House Administration Committee. So perhaps there was a naive belief 
that they would follow through, follow the rules, follow the enabling legislation, and that Republicans would have access to all of that, those materials. But now they're finding out, I mean, huge swaths of materials are not um, have not been preserved. You know this. We talked about this. It looks like every video recording of every witness deposition has been destroyed. There are no videotapes left of the thousand plus interviews that the J6 committee did. All we have are the clips that they produced for their nighttime televised hearings. But look, this goes beyond, Steve, this is really important to underscore. This goes beyond House Republicans investigating or the public's right to know. This is potentially exculpatory evidence in ongoing cases for January 6th defendants. This means ongoing prosecutions. This means ongoing appeals, sentences, etc. What did these key officials say? We can look at some of the transcribed interviews. Keep in mind, hundreds of the written forms of these interviews still have not been publicly available either or turned over to defense attorneys. So this goes beyond even just what we should know, what Republicans should have their hands on. This is potentially exculpatory evidence that has been buried by Congress, obstruction of an official preceding anyone. Like this is, if ever there was a case that Merrick Garland and Matthew Graves, the DCOS attorney, should bring their favorite 1512C2 against, it should be members of Congress, Benny Thompson, his investigators and those committee members who intentionally violated the law and also kept this evidence from defendants who are facing criminal prosecution. So this is pre a pretty wide ranging scandal. Of course, it's not getting enough attention in the news media and it won't. Um, but where is the Department of Justice? If we are told that they are objective and fair and the rule of law applies to everyone, then it should apply to members of Congress well, who are concealing and destroying evidence in criminal ongoing proceedings. As a member of the engine room just said to remind Julie her favorite phrase that they are that Benny Thompson has blocked the blocked the peaceful transfer of power between the house. Hang on for a second. That's a full <laughs> heckle of Benny Thompson. Uh, hang on for one second, because I got to ask you about President Trump and his legal team. They've been very adamant in a lot of areas. They're not so adamant in this. And I, I want to ask you why, because I would think this is one they would be they should be all over because this is the festering sore out there. This committee and about exactly what happened. Short commercial break. We're going to be back in the warm in just a moment. True or false? Using your tax refund to pay off credit card debt is a smart thing. Actually, that's false. Donewithdebt.com published a brilliant strategy designed to let you keep your hard-earned tax refund and reduce or eliminate credit card debt. Most Americans owe thousands in credit card debt. In fact, Daily Mail's got a story that 56 million Americans carry credit card debt, and that debt will take years to pay off, if you pay it off at all. Done With Debt found that filing bankruptcy is usually not the answer, and taking out loans to pay off credit cards usually increases the debt. When you engage Done With Debt, their legal experts and skilled negotiators take on the credit card companies for you. Their winning strategies are designed with one goal. Solve your debt situation quickly and permanently. First things first, chat with a done with debt strategist and explore your solutions. 
Some debt fighting strategies are time sensitive, so you'll need to move quickly. For a free consultation, visit donewithdebt.com. That's donewithdebt.com. Do it today. Take action. Are you tired of progressive corporations and exhausted trying to keep up with all the virtue signaling when you're simply trying to buy products? Progressive corporate America continues to push messaging that further alienates conservative Americans, all while eroding the future of the American dream. It's prominent all over the country. Companies like Starbucks strong-arming their customers to support abortion. Financial services like PayPal canceling customers for their political views. Makeup companies like Maybelline making a mockery of women by supporting transgender models. And beer companies like Bud Light forcing gender ideology on you when all you want is to enjoy a cold beer. Thankfully, we don't have to fund these companies any longer with our hard-earned dollars. With Public Square, we now have a solution. It's simple. Join the movement of millions of patriotic Americans who love truth, our country, and our Constitution at publicsq.com. That's publicsq.com. Public Square is an app and website where you can get connected to tens of thousands of businesses from all different industries that share your value for life, family, and freedom. Whether you're looking to buy coffee, find a new athletic clothing that knows what a woman is, and shop for clean skin care, or simply find a new restaurant in your community that won't lecture you about your political views, publicsq.com is your resource. Public Square also offers discounts to many high-quality businesses on the platform so that you can actually receive incentive for spending money with companies that don't hate you. Public Square is free to join as consumer or a business owner, and you can get started today at publicsq.com. Remember, either as a consumer or a business owner, download the app now. That's publicsq.com, publicsq.com. For War Room veterans, you know we have been all over this supply chain issue with China and medications and the uh, active pharmaceutical ingredients. China has a stranglehold on us where there's a way to break that. Jace Medical. I got an emergency medication kit from them. The FDA just declared a global shortage of medication and warned that critical antibiotics are in stream short supply across the United States. But you know that because you're a viewer or listener of the show. Now, here's the action you can take to correct. Do yourself and your family a favor and get your Jace case right now. It's a pack of five prescription antibiotics you'll have on hand for common emergencies. Just visit jacemedical.com. That's Jace, J-A-S-E, jacemedical.com. Take a few minutes and fill out the form. Your information will be reviewed by a board-certified physician, and your medication will be dispensed by a licensed pharmacy at a fraction of the regular cost. You'll be glad you have the Jace case. Go to Jace Medical. That's one word, J-A-S-E, medical.com, and enter code Bannon at checkout for a discount on your order. That's promo code Bannon at Jace, J-A-S-E, medical.com. You know what the problem is because you've watched the show. You can break, you can take action and break that problem by going to Jace Medical and get your Jace case today. Action, action, action.
War Room Battleground with Stephen K. Bannon. Remember, one of our efforts here is to uh, help build uh, the alternative patriot economy by supporting entrepreneurs at the tip of the spear. You can't get any uh, more uh, forward in this effort than Public Square. Go to publicsquare.com. There you're going to see this exchange where they have, uh, you can list if you are, have a product or a service, totally free. You can list your product and service, list your website, everything. They also have the ability to uh, download the app or go online and, and join as a, uh, as a member, totally free, and get access to all this. And remember, the exchange is totally free, no, no charge whatsoever. Publicsquare.com. Stop giving your money to people that hate you. Stop giving your money to people that don't have your values, that are in this assault, this daily assault upon your family, your community, and you as an individual. The Patriot Economy is made up of entrepreneurs and people that support those entrepreneurs. So go check it out uh, today, publicsquare.com. Julie Kelly, one of those assaults is this J6 committee. I, I still don't understand. President Trump's done such a great job. I mean, the Fannie Willis thing is falling apart. As you've mentioned, the Jack Smith thing, I think it's a little bit back on its heels. Uh, he's winning all over the place, although it's, it's a... It's a grind every day. It's taking enormous resources and enormous focus is, and that's what they want. That's, that's primarily what they want. They'll take him in prison, stripped of his business, uh, all this other stuff, but that's a secondary. Right now, they want to feed him, and the way they want to feed him, they can't defeat him at the ballot box. They have to come up with another way to do it. And given that part of that way is to take him off the ballot, I think 30 states with these crazy people in it have different citizens groups or source back groups um, suing. The, the underpinning of that is the J6 committee report, which is crazy judge. And, and then the appeals court in, uh, or I guess the Supreme Court in Colorado, read into the, into the program as being holy writ. Why do you believe that President Trump's team is not making as big a deal of this thing? Because if you go back, particularly when they're, there's, the receipts are missing. It's obvious it's gun deck. The receipts are missing. Why, why, are, why are that not making a full-on attack on this on this document and the committee? Well, I think they have. And I will say at least in the January 6th uh, indictment, Jack Smith's indictment in Washington, they raised this issue a few months ago of the missing videos. And they asked the court to compel uh, the government to turn over all of those video recordings. And get this, what Jack Smith responded and Judge Chutkin agreed is that, well, Donald Trump and his defense team, you don't need to look at the videos. You have the written transcripts and that should suffice. Well, it doesn't because then what Trump's team argued back is, well, you can't really pick up people's, you know, if they're telling the truth, if they're hedging, you know, there's there's a lot of nonverbal cues that you can pick up watching someone um, under questioning, even friendly questioning, because, of course, there was only one side doing the questioning from the January 6th Select Committee. So they wanted those videos and both Jack Smith now supporting basically the destruction of evidence in his criminal prosecution, not that he cares, and Judge Chutkin giving her court imprimatur on it, saying, no, you don't need those videos, they're irrelevant. You have the written transcripts, go off of that. And Judge Chutkin said something, if you pick up something in the written, written transcript that you think you might wanna see how that person actually was speaking or performed while they were giving this, then maybe we can go back to the tapes and see what they say. So this is the judge 
and the Obama judge, of course, and Jack Smith endorsing the idea that it was okay for the January 6th Select Committee, a House committee, to take evidence under the auspices of Congress and then destroy it at their own leisure while it could and is evidence in, as I said, not just these J6 cases, but Donald Trump's as well. Julie, uh, how is this all going to play out? How, how are we going to get a kickstart to Congress? Do, do you get a sense? I mean, Laudermark's doing a good job, but he's a relatively unknown guy. It's not getting it's it's not on the top two or three issues coming out here because there's so much going on. I mean, this one, you have to have a big personality and you have to drive it. Uh, what is your sense? How is this going to play out? Well, I think that he has said that he's going to accelerate this investigation. I do think that he and his team are placing these stories in, you know, big outlets like Fox News, which is great. Um, but I go back to the big mistake Republicans made, and that is not creating their own January 6th select committee. That should have been done day one. Um, they should have staffed it as heavily as the other January 6th select committee did. They should have hosted, they should have had by now numerous televised hearings talking not just about what the January 6th, the first committee did, destroying all these evidence, but all of the revelations <clears throat> that are coming out about January 6th. And so I think that that was a big mistake early on that we're still paying for. Julie, how do people get all your amazing reporting? How are they following you on social media? <clears throat> Excuse me, just getting over the cold or flu. I'm at um, Declassified with Julie Kelly on Substack, also Julie underscore Kelly, too, at Twitter, and Real Clear Investigations, where I do some long-form investigative reporting. Not that we give medical advice here, but uh, watch the vax. <laughs> Don't I never, I never get over this it. thing, Kelly. Thanks, get over Steve. this thing, Kelly. Julie Kelly, you're still the best. Thank you, ma'am. Appreciate you coming on. Thank you. Julie Kelly. Uh, there's impeachment, Mayorkas, Biden, uh, Hunter Biden, more so than Hunter Biden. That Of course, they're taking a week off. They are taking a week off. But this is going to get turbulent. Even Axios agrees today came out. You can start to see they're hitting the panic button about this debt because they're saying, wow, this is like every hundred days, another trillion dollars. Every hundred days, another trillion dollars. That's what's happening. Remember, they signed the debt deal, the debt deal that led to the demise of Kevin McCarthy. Remember that debt deal? The day they signed it, I think it was the end of May, beginning of June, $31.4 trillion, $31.4 trillion of debt, face amount of the national debt. You know what it is today? It's hurtling towards $35 trillion, and it's only January. What is that? Six? We're not quite seven months. <laughs> seven months from that deal was signed. We're already are with $34.2 trillion. Think about that for a second. $3 trillion added. $3 trillion in seven months. It's exploding out of control. Go to birchgold.com slash worm right now or slash Bannon, excuse me, and make sure you talk to Philip Patrick and the team. Ask him and his team the question. Explain to me why gold has been a hedge against turbulent times in human history for about, I don't know, 5,000 years. What is it about precious metals? There's a logic to it about against all currencies in all, quite frankly, natural resources. So go to the experts, get the answer, sit down, make yourself a big pot of Warpath coffee, particularly the dark roast, which is, you know, my baby, warpath.coffee. Go check it out. War Room, you get the big discount, but get that big pot of dark roast 
sit down, have a, have a couple of cups, send the kids out in the backyard to play, uh, cut off your TV, your phone, all of its streaming service, and just think as a free man or a free woman, what is the world telling me? What are the BRICS nations telling me? What are the central banks of the world telling me? Go check it out. Learn to, learn to think about this on your own. We're here to supply you the tools to do it. An informed uh, citizenry on macroeconomics in the capital markets is a citizenry that will change world history. Something else will change world history is a citizenry that understands the invasion of the southern border. That's why Rosemary Jenks and Chris Chemolinsky and some of these other heroes that have been in other organizations over the years are now bound together on something called the IA Project about accountability of our elected officials. About if this thing is so out of control, it's no longer just about working through numbers and analysis because it's a rational project, has an internal logic from their side as they do the uh, as they do this invasion. They've worked through this invasion on the border. Remember, it is not chaos from their perspective. It's all working according to a well thought through plan. Chris, first question: uh, the Supreme Court kind of a bombshell today. Would you would you kind of agree that? Uh, D- Judge Roberts, the great Bush uh, head of the Supreme Court, and uh, Amy Coney Barrett uh, sided with the invaders, uh, the government that's doing the invasion. Sir, can you give us a, your a summary analysis of that? Right, it was pretty. It was pretty shocking, and and you know they didn't offer really any reasoning for it, for their decision. But you know here you've got the federal government basically ignoring their responsibility to defend the southern border. Um, Texas is trying to step up, protect its people secure national security, help secure public safety down there, especially, I mean, these people in Texas, they're getting pounded. Millions of people have crossed the border illegally over the last couple of years under this current administration. Um, So they're doing everything they can. They put up the wire fencing along the Rio Grande to try to stop these folks from coming in and refuse to cut it down when judges ordered them to do so. And now the Supreme Court is saying, nope, Border Patrol can go in there and cut it right up so these people can continue to stream into the United States and threaten our safety. Chris, you bring up a great point. I mean, we had Mike Davis and Jeff Clark, some pretty smart people. They're on the opinion that, hey, they may have just ruled. I mean, this thing is supposed to be going to appeals, go have arguments, briefings, the whole deal. They're coming away and saying, hey, I think they may have just ruled on this thing. I mean, we're going to try to get more information tomorrow and think it through. But they may have just said, hey, we looked at this and we're not going to give you any more details, but we're siding with uh, the Biden regime on this. So we'll get that. But it brings up to another thing. And Marco Rubio, Senator Marco Rubio, had one of the most brilliant tweets I've seen in a long time. So, as you know, Rosemary broke news on here about a week or 10 days ago when she said, hey, I've talked to some people inside working on this. This is what this has, you know, uh, the work visas for 6 million people, 50,000. She went through the whole thing. Heads blew up, right? Because we said Langford, we knew there was behind the scenes deal. And this has been cut for months and working on. And of course, they came out and denied it. No, a lie goes around the world 50 times faster than the truth can get its pants on and all this. And Rubio put a tweet today and goes, hey, let me get this right. The, the guys that are doing it, working on this huge New border security bill, uh, Schumer and Biden regime uh, just went to court, went to the federal court to stop the people that are trying to secure the border. And I said that was brilliant. That's a mic drop. Give us right now. Where do we stand with Langford? Rosemary Jenks outed these people. We're hearing some more bad news, but they're saying and now I think I'm hearing from insiders and Rosemary's uh, confirming this that 
everything she said is in the bill and true, but it even may be worse than that. Any any thoughts? Yeah, we've we we learned today that Lankford and GOP leadership are they're, they're holding some meetings up on the hill trying to get senators to support the plan that they're pushing forward and and they've confirmed in those meetings everything that we said that's in the bill which as you mentioned, you know, Senator Lankford put up a tweet over last weekend uh he didn't come after Immigration Accountability Project directly, but said, no, this, this is lies. Wait until you see the text of the bill. But here we have reports that that they're actually confirming that, no, those details are true. Those are actually going to be in the legislation once we actually have bill text to move forward with. And can I just say what where how far Senator Rubio has come? I mean, this was somebody that was that was part of the Gang of Eight back in 2013, pushing for amnesty for 11 million people and uh, all sorts of loopholes, additional loopholes in our immigration system, tripling legal immigration, and now we have him on the front lines of trying to actually secure the border and defend American sovereignty. Um, and unfortunately, we've got we've got senators like Senator Lankford and 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 some in GOP leadership that are trying to plow ahead with this deal with the Biden administration. As you mentioned, and as Rubio pointed out on his tweet, this is this is an administration that has ignored its responsibility to secure the southern border now for for three years, going on four years. Its entire length of its administration, it's done nothing to try to stop the surge. Um, in fact, they've done more to encourage people to come than they have to discourage people to come. And yet, these are the folks that that. Uh, the senators and the GOP senators are trying to cut a deal with. Are you um, of the opinion as a professional, when you look at these elements that are in this today have been confirmed by meetings up on Capitol Hill, that if this was to get codified into law, that this would be the greatest magnet, uh, particularly the work permits and other things like that, uh, that we literally have tens, if not hundreds of millions of people to make the, the next surge to come because they realize, hey, I got a chance to get in here and get a work permit. And once I'm here as an economic migrant, all the asylum laws fall apart. Everything falls apart. It would The logic for be from somebody. And if you and I were down there and saw that and say, hey, why not? Let's roll the dice and see see how we play out in America. Exactly. I mean, at the end of the day, this is why people come to our country illegally. This is why they cross the border illegally. They want two things. They want to be able to live here and they wanna be able to work here. And the Biden administration continues to give that to them. And the details that Rosemary linked on your program about 10 days ago confirmed that this deal that Langford is putting together would actually speed up the process of getting those people that cross the border illegally work permits. So they get to stay here and they get work permits. It's the complete opposite of President Trump's remain in Mexico, which is what we need to not let these people into the country anyway. If you continue, to release these people to the U.S. and you give them work permits the second they step foot in the United States, of course they're going to keep coming. So it's going to dramatically increase the number of folks that are coming in. And I just want to remind people that in our point, we said that the expulsion authority kicks in if the seven-day average exceeds 5,000 encounters per day by Border Patrol. You still have DHS Secretary Mayorkas has to exercise that extra expulsion authority. It's not that the extra expulsion authority necessarily automatically kicks in. Of course, we need to see the text before we can make that conclusion. But 
uh, that expulsion of authority, we believe, would still be at the discretion of DHS Secretary Mayorkas, which means that we could be seeing a lot more than 5,000 per day. And you're talking about over a million illegal border crossers every single year just with that 5,000 per day base. Uh, Chris, you, you, you've you now joined this new group. Uh, walk people through. How can we assist you? Where do they go for information? How do they find out about this? Because this is a major move, and already you guys have become absolutely integral into this whole debate. And it's going to be – when once the text is released, I don't think we've ever seen a border fight like this one because people that watch this show, the people of the backbone of the MAGA movement, the Republican Party, are going to understand something that you can no longer deny. You and your country have been betrayed. You have absolutely been betrayed. And devil catch the hindmost on this one because people are going to be furious. You guys called it out. Then they came out and said Rosemary was lying and we were wrong. Warren was over the top again. And now we find out we were actually over the target. So where do people go to get more information? I want everybody up to speed when this text hits because we're going to have a battle royale on this. Because they want to do that. They want to give up our sovereignty of the southern border. At the same time, they want to fund another $60 billion, just another down payment on the trillion they're going to eventually shovel into Ukraine. So this is going to be the fight of the ages. Where do people go on your side to get more information? IAproject.org. IAproject.org. We're the Immigration Accountability Project. You can come to us, offer your support. We also have links to all of our social media uh, outlets on that. And one more thing I wanted to point out, too, we're also hearing that this deal that Senator Lankford is putting together with Biden and Schumer could also include funding, additional funding for the NGOs. So just another thing that will probably add to our national debt. Additional funding to the NGO. The NGOs like Catholic Charities, the Lutherans, these other source-backed, other source-backed UN groups that are down there, as Heritage shows us, exacerbating uh, the invasion on the southern border. Additional funding for those NGOs? Exactly. Helping those uh, that, that cross the border illegally, supporting them, resettling them all across the country, making essentially every community in the United States of America border, uh, a border town as a result of that. Um, it, you know, some of the and they're profiting off of it, too. Um, you know, the, the, a lot of that funding is going straight into their back pockets, too. Um, so that we, again, don't know the specifics, but in, until we actually see text of this deal, but we do have a report from Politico this afternoon. Chris Murphy, one of the negotiators, the senator from Connecticut, saying that the, the deal is now in the hands of appropriators trying to figure out how they're going to fund it and, again, how they're going to spend the money that gets funded should it pass. Uh, Chris, uh, thank you very much for joining us. Appreciate it. Great work over there. Thank you. Anytime. You know, thanks, brother. You know, I had Jim Rickards on uh, about two weeks ago. He's going to join us here, I think, this week or early next week. Uh, Jim has the Strategic Intelligence Newsletter. Need everybody to go over and take a look at that. This guy's an expert in geopolitics, capital markets, the economy, all of it. And has done such a uh, an incredible job of laying out how economics and politics work. Strategic intelligence from Paradigm Press. It's a monthly newsletter. Jim Rickards, go check it out today. Can we get that up on the screen? Do we have it? Not have it? That's okay. Crom, we got about 90 seconds, brother. Uh, Lou Dobbs follows us. Salty, why is it great and where do we get it? Uh, see, uh, thanks so much. Here's my uh, Soul Tea bottle right here. I've been taking this product for 20 years, 75 years old, and my uh, cholesterol's in great shape, as is my blood pressure, 
and I take zero prescription drugs. I think Salty has certainly helped me. And um, and I just want to be very quick, but uh, with uh, we we have an email from uh, from Carrie, and it's, it, this is a, about as clear as it can be. It says in March my total cholesterol was two forty three, triglycerides three twenty seven, and LDL one forty nine. I made dramatic diet changes and started taking Salty in June. Just had a recheck, and at the end of November, my total cholesterol was normal uh, at 192. Triglycerides had dropped to 241, and LDL had dropped to 114. So the combination of eating right and taking salty will really help you on your health. And the way to get salty is to go to warroomhealth.com. That's warroomhealth.com, and use the code warroom at checkout. To get the best discount that we offer to anybody, we always do that for the War Room Posse. Thanks so much, Steve. Thank you. Thank you, brother. Take it. Take it today. Lou Dobbs is next. We are back here at 10 a.m. tomorrow morning. Tomorrow's show, I will commit to you, will be on fire. We're going to start up in New Hampshire. See you then. Tomorrow morning at 10, Lou Dobbs next. I want to warn you of a huge change that could be coming to our money and our bank accounts. First, think back to 9-11, shortly after the government pushed through the Patriot Act. This gave the government power to spy on innocent Americans by monitoring our phone and email and tracking our movement across the Internet. Now, Jim Rickards, editor of the independent financial newsletter Strategic Intelligence and New York Times bestselling author, is warning about a coming event that could elevate this governmental surveillance to a terrifying new level. In fact, Some of the guests I've had on The War Room believe that the government will soon expand their powers to track our every move. If we say the wrong things on social media, donate to the wrong causes, buy firearms, or even vote MAGA, the government may be able to shut us out of our bank accounts. I can't say for sure if this will happen, but it's an interesting and dire warning. Fortunately, Jim Rickards, an American patriot and friend of mine, has made it his mission to educate us on what he believes is coming and how to protect yourself from the possibility of programmable money. Watch Jim's warning video now before it's censored like I've been in the past. Go to RickardsWarRoom.com. That's RickardsWarRoom.com now to see the video. Early to take care of your heart. You see, heart disease sneaks up on us. You can start in your 30s, and when this happens, you're at serious risk by the time you turn 60. If you want to take care of your heart, And those you care about, please go to WarRoomHealth.com. That's WarRoomHealth.com. All one word, WarRoomHealth.com. Use the code WARROOM at checkout to save 67% of your first shipment. That's code WARROOM at checkout to save 67%. Do it again. WarRoomHealth, all one word, WarRoomHealth.com. Go there today. You need, if you're going to be part of the posse, you need a strong heart. You need a lion's heart. How we're going to do that is with Salty. Go there, do it today, check it out.